Alright, so we're gonna kick off the next season with some Ochem. This is, again, I think everything that I'm gonna go through since Psych-Sosh is definitely gonna be a little bit more tricky because it's obviously nicer to look at images of things or to just, like, have a visual representation of this stuff. So, again, I think it's pretty important for you to be able to look at, like, diagrams and pictures. Maybe while you're listening, or like as a secondary review of some kind. But let's get into this first chapter, which is nomenclature. Um, we have to go by IUPAC naming convention. It's the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry. Um, notice two distinct compounds can have the same name. Um, basically, this is how we look at the rules. So here are the steps of naming. So first you identify the longest carbon chain containing the highest order functional group. This will be called the parent chain, and this determines the root of the name. So if there are double or triple bonds between carbons, they must be considered when identifying the highest order functional group. Um, the molecule can be drawn in a way that it's not really obvious, so you just have to be careful. If there are two or more chains of equal length, then the more substituted chain gets priority than the, as the parent chain. And then the next step is to number the chain. So in order to appropriately name it, the carbon number one will be the one closest to the highest priority functional group. If all functional groups have the same priority, numbering the chain should make the numbers of the substituted carbons as low as possible. And then the more oxidized the carbon is, the higher priority it has in the molecule. So oxidation state increases with more bonds to heteroatoms, which are atoms besides carbon, like hydrogen. Atoms besides carbon and hydrogen, like oxygen, nitrogen, phosphorus, or halogens. And it decreases with more bonds to hydrogen. So just like straight chains, rings are numbers starting at the point of greatest substitution, continuing in the direction that gives the lowest numbers to the highest priority functional groups. And there's, if there's a tie between assigning priority in a molecule with double and triple bonds, double prong takes precedence, which is weird. Um, then we name the substituents. So substituents are functional substituents are functional groups that are not part of the parent chain. Uh, the name will be placed at the beginning of the compound, named as a prefix, followed by the name of the longest chain. And then the highest priority functional group will determine the suffix for the compound and must be part of the parent chain. So carbon chain substituents are named like alkanes, which have the suffix YL replacing ane, and the prefix N that we see like on N-propyl indicates this is normal, so it's a straight chain. Um, so methyl, ethyl, propyl, uh, butyl, neopentyl, isopropyl, secbutyl, isobutyl, these are some common alternative alkyl substituents, um, and the bond on the right side of each substituent connects to the parent molecule. Uh, if there are multiple substituents of the same type, we use the prefixes di, tri, tetra, um, and these are directly before the substituent's name. And then we assign a number to each substituent, so you pair the substituents that you have named to the corresponding numbers in the parent chain. Multiple substitutions of the same type will get both the di, tri, and tetra prefixes that we previously noted, and also a carbon number designation, even if they're on the same carbon. And then we complete the name, so names that will always begin with the name of the subs in the substitute. Names will always begin with the names of the substituents in alphabetical order with each substituent preceded by its number. So prefixes like di, tri, and tetra, as well as the hyphenated prefixes like n and tert or t are ignored while alphabetizing. Non-hyphenated roots that are part of the name are included like iso, neo, or cyclo. 
Then the numbers are separated from each other with commas and from words with hyphens, and we finish the name with the name of the backbone chain, including the suffix for the functional group of highest priority. So for example of a complete IUPAC name, we have 4-ethyl, 5-isopropyl, 3,3-dimethyloctane. So there you go. Uh, then we are going to look specifically at what these, how we get to that point. So starting with hydrocarbons and alcohols, they're compounds that contain only one carbon, that only contain carbon and hydrogen atoms, and then alcohols have at least one OH group, which gives them some additional reactivity. Alkanes are simple hydrocarbon molecules with the formula CnH2n plus 2, and the names for the first four are methane, ethane, propane, and butane, and more than four have a simpler naming pattern, which the name is the Greek root describing the number of carbons followed by ane. So pentane, hexane, heptane, octane, nonane, decane, undecane, and dodecane. And halogens are com common substituents on alkanes, so the alkyl halides are indicated by a prefix, so fluoro, chloro, bromo, or iodo. Uh, alkenes and alkynes don't really get tested, but you'll see the suffix is ene and ine, which signify double and triple bonds. Uh, we also have common names, so you should know those. The double or triple bond is like a, is named like a substituent, and it's indicated by the lower numbered carbon involved in the bond. And the number might precede the molecule name, like in 2-butene, or it might be near the suffix, like but-2-ene. Both are correct, and if there are multiple, multiple bonds, then the numbering is generally separated from the suffix, like in 1,3-butadiene. And so, then we have alcohols, which are named by replacing the E at the end of the name of the corresponding alkane with the suffix all. The chain is numbered so that the carbon attached to the hydroxyl group gets the lowest possible number, even when there's a multiple bond present. Hydroxyl group takes precedence over multiple bonds because of the higher oxidation state. And if the alcohol is not the highest priority functional group, then it's named as a hydroxyl substituent, so hydroxy. Um, some of the examples of this are like ethanol, 5-methyl-2-heptanol, hept-6-ene-1-ol. Um, they're often referred to by their common names. Uh, and the name of the alkyl group is followed by the word alcohol, so like ethyl alcohol instead of ethanol and isopropyl alcohol instead of iso instead of 2-propanol. Uh, and then alcohols with two hydroxyl groups are called diols or glycols and are indicated with the suffix diol. And the entire hydrocarbon name is preserved and diol is added. And when we name diols, one must number each hydroxyl group. So, for example, ethane 1,2-diol is an ethane molecule with a hydroxyl group on each carbon. Um, diols with hydroxyl groups on the same carbon are called geminal diols. And with adjacent carbons are called vicinal diols. And geminal diols or hydrates are not commonly seen because they spontaneously dehydrate to produce carbonyl compounds with the functional group C double bond O. So vicinal is like vicinity, and geminal is like Gemini twins. They're paired on the same one, same carbon. Then we're going to go into some aldehydes and ketones. So aldehydes and ketones are contain a carbonyl group, which is a carbon double bonded to an oxygen. They differ in the placement, so aldehydes have chain terminating, meaning that they appear at the end of the parent chain, while ketones are found in the middle of the carbon chains. They don't have any leaving groups connected to the carbonyl carbon. They're just connected to alkyl chains um, or hydrogen atoms for aldehydes. So, yeah, aldehydes have a carbonyl group at the end of the carbon chain. Um, it's generally attached to carbon number one. Aldehydes are named by replacing the E of the parent alkane with the suffix al. When the aldehyde is at position one, as is usually the case, we don't really include the number. So there's butanal and 5,5-dimethylhexanal. Uh, methanol, ethanol, and propanol are referred to almost exclusively by their common names, formaldehyde, acetaldehyde, and propionaldehyde. Then we have ketones, which have the carbonyl group somewhere in the middle of the carbon chain. We always assign the number, um, and they're replaced 
they replaced the E in the name with the parent alkane with the suffix own. Um, be sure to give the carbonyl the lowest possible number if it's the highest priority group. So uh, you list the alcohol groups in alphabetical order followed by ketone. So like ethyl methyl ketone, acetone, uh, 2-pentanone, two 2-propanone, two 3-butene-2-one, three 3-5-oxohexyl cyclohexanone. All those are some examples of that. Um, in a more complex molecule with higher priority group that takes precedence over the carbonyl, we name aldehydes and ketones as substituents using the prefix oxo. Um, this is in reference to the carbonyl oxygen and applies for both ketones and aldehydes, and sometimes ketones might be indicated with the prefix keto. Um, you also might see that they name carbons relative to the carbonyl group, so the carbon adjacent to the carbonyl carbon is indicated by alpha. Moving away from the carbonyl, the successive carbons are referred to as beta, gamma, and delta, and this applies on both sides of the carbonyl in the same fashion. So the carbons on both sides of the ketone are considered alpha carbons, and we'll discuss this more um, for some reaction stuff. Then we have our carboxylic acids and their derivatives. They contain both a carbonyl group and a hydroxyl group uh, on, a carbon, on a terminal carbon. Carboxylic acids like aldehydes are terminal functional groups, therefore their associated carbon is usually numbered 1, and this is the most oxidized functional group with three bonds to oxygen, and then Carboxylic acids are thus the highest priority, and all other groups are named as substituents using prefix, and they're named by replacing the E at the end of the name of the parent alkane with the suffix oic acid. Common names also show up, so there's like formic, formic acid for methanoic acid, acetic acid for ethanoic acid, and propionic acid is propanoic acid. <laughs> you might as well not have changed that, but oh well. Um, then we have esters, which are common carboxylic acid derivatives. The hydroxyl group OH is always replaced with an alkoxy group, which is OR, where, or, where R is a hydrocarbon chain. Nomenclature is based on the naming conventions for carboxylic acids, so the first term is the alkyl name of the esterifying group. Uh, and then the second term is the name of the parent acid, with OH replacing the oic acid suffix. So methanoic acid, or formic acid, would form butyl methanoate with exposure to butanol under appropriate reaction conditions. Uh, then we have amides. The hydroxyl group is replaced by an amino group or a nitrogen-containing group. The compounds can be more complex, so the amino nitrogen can be bonded to zero, one, or two alkyl groups. Amides are named similarly to esters, except that the suffix becomes amide. Substituents attached to the nitrogen atom are labeled with a capital N hyphen, indicating that the group is bonded to the parent molecule via nitrogen atom, and they're included as prefixes in the compound name, and they're not numbered. So some examples are like N-ethyl, N-ethyl-N-methylbutanamide, propanamide, and N-N-dimethylethanamide. Jeez. And then we have uh, anhydrides. So that's the final group of carboxylic acid derivatives. In the formation of an anhydride from two carboxylic acid molecules, one water molecule is re removed, and they're usually cyclic, and they result from the intermolecular dehydration of a dicarboxylic acid. They're named by replacing acid with anhydride in the name of the corresponding carboxylic acid if the anhydride is formed from only one type of carboxylic acid. But if it's not symmetrical, both carboxylic acids are named without the suffix acid before anhydride is added to the name. So like ethanoic, propanoic anhydride, ethanoic anhydride or acetic anhydride is the common name, phthalic anhydride and succinic anhydride. Okay, so that is it. Um, so I'll go through the functional groups and their prefixes and suffixes. So carboxylic acid prefixes carboxy, suffix is oic acid. 
anhydride is prefix alkanoyloxycarbonyl and the suffix is anhydride. Ester is alkoxycarbonyl and the suffix is oate. Amide is carbamoyl or amido and the suffix is amide. Aldehyde is oxo, suffix al. Ketone, oxo or keto and suffix own. Alcohol is hydroxy, suffix all. Alkene is alkenol, and alkyne is alkynol, and the suffixes are ene and ein, and alkane is alkyl, and the suffix is ene. So we'll go through our content summary real quick. Uh, so the IUPAC has designated standards for naming chemical compounds as five steps. First, find the longest carbon chain in the compound that contains the highest priority functional group, which is the parent chain. Then you number the chain in a way that the highest priority functional group receives the lowest possible number. The group will determine the suffix of the molecule. Third, you name the substituents with a prefix. Multiple substituents of a single type receive another prefix, denoting how many are present, so ditride, tetra, and so on. Then you assign a number to each of the substituents depending on the carbon to which it's bonded, and then you complete the name by alphabetizing the substituents and separating numbers from each other by commas and from words by hyphens. Um, then alkanes are hydrocarbons without any double or triple bonds. They have the general forma, formula CnH2n plus 2. Alkanes are named according to the number of carbons presented followed by the suffix ane. First four are methane, ethane, propane, and butane, and larger use the Greek roots, so pentane, hexane, heptane, octane, so on. Alkenes and alkynes have double-triple bonds, and alkenes are substituting named by substituting ene for the suffix and numbering the double bond by its lower-numbered carbon. Alkynes substitute ine with the same numbering. Alcohols have an OH group or a hydroxyl group, which substitutes for one or more of the hydrogens in the hydrocarbon chain. They're named by substituting the suffix all by using the prefix hydroxy, or, or or by using the prefix hydroxy if there's a higher priority group. And then alcohols have higher priority than double or triple bonds with al and alkanes. And common names of alcohols include the name of the carbon chain followed by the word alcohol. Uh, diols contain two hydroxyl groups. They're termed geminal upon the same carbon or vicinal upon adjacent ones. And then we have aldehydes and ketones that have a carbonyl group, which is a carbon double bonded to an oxygen. Aldehydes have the carbonyl on the terminal carbon that's attached to a hydrogen atom. They're named with the suffix al or by using the prefix oxo if a higher priority group is present. Common names are like formaldehyde for methanol, acetaldehyde for ethanol, and propionaldehyde for propanol. Ketones have the carbonyl carbon on a non-terminal carbon and they're named with the suffix own and share the prefix oxo. They also can be indicated by the prefix keto and the common names are constructed by naming the alkyl groups on either side alphabetically and adding ketones. So like 2-butanone is called ethylmethylketone. And acetone is the smallest ketone and its IUPAC name is propanone. Then we have carbonyl-containing com compounds um, that also have a lettering scheme for carbons. The carbon adjacent to the carbonyl carbon is the alpha carbon, and then it goes beta, gamma, delta. Carboxylic acids are the highest priority functional group because they contain three bonds to oxygen, one from a hydroxyl group and two from a carbonyl group. They're always terminal, but their derivatives might occur within, so they're named with a suffix oic acid, and they're rarely ever named as a prefix. Common names follow the trend for aldehyde, so formic acid is methanoic, acetic acid is ethanoic, and propionic acid is propanoic. Esters are carboxylic acid derivatives where OH is replaced with OR, an alkoxy group. They use the suffix oate and the prefix alkoxycarbonyl, and the common names are derived from the alcohol and the carboxylic acid during synthesis. Amides replace the hydroxyl group of carboxylic acid with an amino group that may or may not be substituted, and they use the suffix amide or the prefix carbamoyl or amido, and they also are attached to the substitutions attached to the amide nitrogen are designated with a capital N hyphen. Then we have anhydrides formed from two carboxylic acids by dehydration. They might be symmetric, two of the same acid, or asymmetric, two different acids, or cyclic, which is intermolecular reaction of dicarboxylic acid. They're used naming 
They're named using the suffix anhydride in place of acid, and if the anhydride is formed from more than one carboxylic acid, both are named in alphabetical order in the name before the word anhydride. So the priority follows like this. Carboxylic acid, anhydride, ester, amide, aldehyde, ketone, alcohol, alkene or alkyne, and alkene. So that's it for this chapter. I'll see you in the next one when we are going over isomers. Bye-bye.